0: Welcome everybody. Halfway Wiki, Wiki through Wednesday. the week. Hump day. Mike 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 Mike. Coming up on today's show, should we ditch handshaking time? Ooh. Huh? Plus, the latest news, a game, and more. First, it is November 6th and we got a few holidays to celebrate.
1: All right. It's International Stress Awareness Day.
0: Oh, I'm very aware of my stress. I, me too.
1: <laughs> Listen, if you're not aware of your stress, don't be aware of it.
0: <laughs> stress unawareness day.
1: Right? <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> Let's celebrate that.
1: Yeah. So the other day I tried cleaning up for years. I, Chris and I were sharing a laptop, even though I have my own laptop, I would just always use it. Um, And he made a comment the other day about it, so I was like, okay, maybe I should stop using his and and actually charge mine. Um, So in that process, I tried cleaning up his desktop, everything that I had Mm. saved and just saved to the desktop and whatever, you know. Well, he has our bills saved to the desktop in like a a notepad file, yeah, and I accidentally throw them in the trash of the computer, you know. And so he opened up the computer that evening to go over the bills and do the budget for the pay period and he's like where what where did everything go and i was like oh i cleaned it up and he's like yeah but where are the bills and i was like oh i don't think i i don't think i threw it away so we look in the trash and sure enough there it is luckily
0: you did that and you didn't empty the trash right well so he's like
1: babe you can't just throw it in the trash i was like But that would solve so many issues. (laughs) Just throw our bills in the trash and pretend like they don't exist. He said, no, that would just make one really big issue. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So that's what I do with my stress. I just throw it in the trash and pretend like it's not there.
0: We don't need this. Everything will be all right.
1: Right. I'm fully aware of it, but I'm ditching it. Um, It's also National Eating Healthy Day.
0: (sighs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so I've gotten, I've gotten to the point where essentially I'm only having like one real meal. Like, okay. And even then it's healthier than normal. But one real meal in the middle of the day. And then for dinner I'll have like a vegetable. Like I'll have a whole cucumber or, or something. I, yeah, I had a... Last night I had ten of those small sweet bell peppers. Mm-hmm. You know, that come in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the record... If you eat ten small bell peppers, and that's all that's in your stomach, uh, it will give you gas, and that gas will smell very medicinal. <laughs> <laughs> like it will smell like a hospital, like some weird medicine, and it's not pleasant. <laughs> or so my wife says. <laughs> but then peppers are good, though. Yeah. Nice and sweet.
1: Yeah. So I've been. Counting my macros. Mm,
0: okay. And so
1: Heather Marez has been my accountability. She's been walking alongside me in that for the last couple of weeks. And it's working for now. But <laughs> <I> feel
0: <laughs> Until my... it stops.
1: Yeah. But what I love about <laughs> this is that I can still eat all the things that I love. I'm not cutting anything out. But by counting the macros and figuring out where it fits in my carbs and my protein and my fats... Figuring out where it fits in that, I am able to still eat pasta, but eat the healthy amount of pasta for my body type, and like I'm not eating a bowl of pasta and going, well, crap, I suck at life, and I just ate a bowl of pasta. Might as well eat another bowl of pasta. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pasta every day this week now. Yeah.
1: So for me, figuring out that everything can be healthy in moderation has been very freeing for me.
0: Well, good, because yeah. speaking of that...
1: It's also National Nachos Day. <laughs> so, you know, figure out where it fits in your macros. What's the healthy amount of nachos for your carbs, fat, protein?
0: So, here's the deal. The other day... Well, this week, my wife had made nachos mm-hmm. like for the kids and her. Because mm-hmm. we don't typically eat at the same time. Um, but I'd seen them, and I'm like... I haven't had nachos in a long time. So the last time I had nachos was about a year and a half ago. And I used to have them a lot. Mm -hmm. Make them at home, fresh stuff, really good. Yeah. But the last time I had them, I ate an entire bowl of nachos. And then I got a stomach bug. I came down with a stomach bug like an hour later. So
1: you haven't been able to eat them since. And
0: so I threw them all up. I tasted just taco seasoning in my mouth for an entire day. Yeah. It was awful. And so I'm like, okay, now's the time. I'm gonna try some nachos again, and so I'm literally at the store buying the stuff, and I start to get sick in my stomach. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm never gonna be able to eat nachos again.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Oh, poor Matt.
0: So it was my favorite thing. That was my favorite meal. Like I like that better than than. uh, I mean, my favorite bad meal. Yeah. My favorite terrible meal. I like that better than like ordering a pizza or whatever or anything like that. The nachos. Yeah, so good. Can't do it anymore. I'm sorry. Makes me sad.
1: Those are our holidays. I feel like we went on a tangent with our holidays
0: <laughs> today. <laughs> uh, well, then we'll make this short. Today's show is brought to you by the Christian party game Judge Not and its new Christmas edition, Judge Not Object the Halls. This is our party game that we created, we birthed, we brought into the world, mm-hmm. and shown it <laughs> like. Simba, above, the, whatever. Yeah, it's, sure. <laughs> but it's a really fun game. You
1: said you were going to make this quick. <laughs> <laughs> ram it up, wrap it up. It
0: uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> it's it's uncomfortable. It's our game. It's a party game. It's really fun. We've explained how it works uh, the last couple weeks, but I encourage you to go check it out yourself. Go to backrowradio.com forward slash games. It's called Judge Not, and there are a bunch of expansions and, and new game elements and all kinds of stuff. Are, basically, the whole set is available now. Uh, we don't really make any money off of it. We make like between twenty and fifty cents, depending on which one you're buying, uh, per sale. So it's it's not about making us money. We genuinely love this game, uh, and we're proud of it, and we think that you'll love it too. It's perfect for youth groups, perfect for uh, Bible study groups, life groups, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So check that out. Backwardradio.com/slash/games. Enjoy. Let's do some artist updates. We got some social media and some news updates from your favorite Christian artists. Worship leader Chris McLarney is struggling to finish the movie A Star is Born. He posted every time he drops his guitar pick at the Grammys, I panic and close the app. (laughs) It tells me that's something that's happened to him. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Uh, (laughs) What
1: movie is A Star is Born?
0: Star is Born, it's been remade like four times, but most recently it was with uh, Lady Gaga. And and Bradley Cooper. Yeah.
1: Okay. I thought that was it. (laughs) Uh, That's a tough movie to watch. Have you seen it? No. But
0: it's been remade every generation.
1: You will probably like it because there is a addiction aspect to it. Oh, okay. But it... I honestly thought as I watched it, I was like, this could be a good movie for Celebrate Recovery if there wasn't so much other stuff in there. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. Did you see, that just reminds me, did you see their performance at the Academy Awards or something?
1: No, I just read about it.
0: (laughs) I mean, it was a great performance. Yeah. But it was so, like, they played in their character, essentially, and so they're like snuggling with very each other or whatever much into and you each can other see the picture of, of his, his wife, wife just staring at them and smiling but this I believe this is a Heck fake no. smile uh-uh. <laughs> no way
1: I'd be slit in somebody's throat <laughs> I just
0: leap onto the stage punt them in the head
1: have you lost your mind <laughs> I don't share <laughs>
0: All right law member Todd Smith was bonding with his daughter over the weekend at least that's what he called it Todd shared this conversation Daughter, can you send me a pic of the Netflix password? He replied my daddy is the greatest man She said you're joking. He said sorry. It's dad is my favorite and best friend <laughs> She replied no, I literally just typed the last one in okay. What is the real password? Said, I will not date because dad is the only man in my life. <laughs> Seriously, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm I can't it.
1: wait for your kids to get to the age of having cell phones. Like, I've yeah. reached a whole nother level of bonding with my boys since they have.
0: Just with. Te- specifically text with. <laughs> yeah, specifically
1: with Topher. Like, the other day he texted me from school. To let me know that there was chess club. And I was like, "Kay, have fun. Love you. See you later this afternoon. And he goes, K, you too. And I said, boy, you better tell me that you love me back. <laughs> and he said, I did. I said, K, you too. I said, no, you must say, I love you too. You're the greatest mom ever. <laughs> And so he texted, I love you too, you're life. the greatest mom ever. <laughs> I was like, dang right. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, Josh Wilson is opening up this week. He posted, I've been struggling with pretty severe insomnia lately. Which has been affecting every part of my life. As I try to find help and solutions, I'm reminding myself that Christ promised never to leave me, even when I'm not okay. I would love to hear how Jesus is holding you close during a hard situation. It's always encouraging to know we all have difficult days or years or lives. And I think when we share our struggles, we feel a little less alone. I love that. Yeah. We've been touching on that a lot. Yeah. These last few weeks. Uh, an interview with the Christian Post singer Lauren Daigle shares how she deals with the criticism that comes with fame. Pressure is a real thing, and I think that there are times when you have to acknowledge it and then times when you just have to tell it to be quiet, Daigle told Christian Post, describing what it's been like for her to navigate past the criticism that, have, that has come her way. Uh, words have power. There's power of life and death in the tongue, so I think we need to celebrate the words that bring life more than the ones that don't. Stop spreading mean messages, she exclaimed. I feel like she's been getting a lot of heat. A lot of undue heat.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: A lot of extra criticism just because she's good at what she does. She's not arrogant, but she is popular, so she's been on most of the late night shows and she's been on like the today show and all this to perform. And I think when Christians see that happening with a Christian artist, they think automatically she's in the world and then equate that to being of the world.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's just not cool.
1: I agree. I agree. It, I, I've, I've said this before with different Mm -hmm. issues, but specifically This past week, I can see why non-believers have such a hard time accepting and coming to Christianity because you've got Lauren Daigle, you've got Kanye West, and you've got Beth Moore. And it's all coming from the inside.
0: Right. It's all all three people who are genuinely trying to be their best for Christ and doing what they feel called to do. Yeah. And nothing but...
1: Nothing but A criticism from criticism. the Christian community, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we're not all like that,
0: yeah, someone brought up something about the Kanye West thing, is you know the the you know, they had the rumor of oh, he's just trying to build Christians for their money now or whatever uh someone brought up, I think it was Stephen Crowder. He said that um Kanye West is doing the most dangerous thing he can do in the rap industry. And that's tell them that everything that they're doing is wrong.
1: It's very true.
0: He is essentially committing career suicide in mainstream radio. Yeah. How is that not a brave thing for him to be doing to stand up for his faith? Yeah. (laughs) I know. Uh,
1: So um, this was not our topic. I'm sorry. I'm about to say something, though. Um, (laughs) I've talked about my friend Sarah before on the show who had the little boy who was supposed to be Mm. born. Yeah. um, With... Spinal bifida and is completely healthy now. But she shared on Facebook the other day and I asked her, I said, can I, can I just share this on the radio show this week? Um, But she made such an amazing point that I think I was completely blind to. Whether or not any of this is real, whatever, Jesus knows and that's what really matters. The bigger picture is the phrase, Jesus is king because that's the album name, that phrase is being said repeatedly over and over and over on the news, on television shows, on the radio, in mainstream TV, not just in the Christian world, but in the secular world over and over and over and over. And it's all because of Kanye's album. And to think that that phrase, Jesus is King, is getting repeated and getting put into the hearts and the minds of listeners everywhere is something that we should all be celebrating. Absolutely. We should be jumping up and down at the mere fact that those three words are being repeated
0: mm-hmm. and are
1: getting embedded in people's
0: hearts. Absolutely. I agree. Uh, and, and touching on another thing we talked about last week, a special memorial for Toby Mac's son, Truett Foster McKeon was held last week in Franklin, Tennessee. Toby Mac posted. And in the end, it's not the years in a life. It's the life in the years. Those in attendance at the event were encouraged to dress casually and bring a blanket to sit on. He also announced uh, the beginning of a foundation in Truett's name to help kids get an education to pursue music to get the chance to chase their dreams. And it was set up at www.truett.life. That's awesome. Uh, on YouTube, you can see a bit of the ceremony where... Uh, I don't, Do you watch America's Got Talent? I think not, it was America's Got Talent.
1: Not... Really? Well, you
0: might have seen this clip last year. There was a guy named Cody Lee who, I'm not sure what, I, I, I don't know if it's autism or something. Okay. He, had, he had something where he, he shook a lot and he, he talks kind of uh, off kilter and, and whatnot, but okay. when he sits down at the piano... He can play the piano perfectly, and he can sing really well, and it was very, very inspiring. It was like the big, it was the big feel-good character from last season, you know. Well, he was there in attendance as well, and what they'd done is that Cody Lee and, and a couple other musicians took a song that Truett had been working on before he passed away, and they... Expounded upon it and made the song as part of the tribute. Mm. It was really neat. That's awesome. It's a really neat part of that tribute. So you can you can check that out on YouTube uh, today if you'd like. But yeah, go check out TrueIt as well and uh, see what that's about as well uh, to cool. honor. Uh, a little bit of background news before we head out for the break. Uh, the last thing you want is for your spouse to start snoring and break your rim cycle. Well, now you can purchase a Somnibel, which is an actual buzzer your partner can use that will buzz them when they roll onto their back, which is the position that most likely causes snoring. It will continue to buzz until they roll into a different position because as it turns out, 75% of snorers only snore when they're laying on their backs. While it may remind you of a dog barking shock collar, it's actually completely harmless to the person using it even better. the Respiratory Medicine Journal conducted a study on the effectiveness of the product and found that it can reduce symptoms by a third in the first few days of using the product. This is not just about, you know, keeping the spouse awake. I mean, you sleep worse when you're in a position that's causing you to snore because you're not breathing appropriately. And so I can see how this would be good. Of course we did the shot collar. Thing. I was about to say,
1: I am not about to put no shot collar on willingly if for y'all... my uh uh-uh. uh Nope. because I would end up falling asleep and Chris would buzz me just for the heck of it. I haven't even snored yet and he's buzzing me. <laughs> nope. Uh, I don't think well, it no, it does, say, it does say it does say there is
0: a buzzer your partner can use. Yes. I was about to say I don't think it's in their control, but it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if y'all want to laugh, go to our YouTube <laughs> channel, uh, Back Row Radio, and look for our our, our show, the, the Back Row with Matt and Mo, uh, on there because we did <laughs> we did a challenge where we played Bible or not, but we were wearing a dog shock collar, which went up to a hundred. And we had it on two, and it was ridiculous. Yeah. So every time we got an answer wrong, we got to shock the other person, and that was fun. It was,
1: <laughs> it was fun. a good episode.
0: It was one it of was the most, more entertaining episodes.
1: We're bringing back that show at some point. That's what Mo keeps saying. saying. It for years.
0: <laughs> I don't even we'll have time see to do what, what we're doing it happens. now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, later in the show, we're talking about church greeting time, and if we should get rid of it, coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to play a game. But for now, it's Hip Hop Pump Day, and we've got a music block. kicking off with three rapper hip hop songs from yesterday and today. Stick around. Hey, have you heard? We're so glad that you're listening to the Backrow Morning Show in its podcast form, but we hear there's actually an entire radio station that plays some amazing Christian music throughout the show and all day long. We've heard and now you have to. Join us at backrowradio.com and stream online or download our free app for iPhone and Android. Backrow Radio, Christian music in every flavor. back to the Back Row Morning Show on this Wednesday. We're glad to have you with us and we're going to kick off this hour 2 with five random facts.
1: Five random facts. Okay, crying can make you feel help happier. Tears contain stress hormones which leave your body through crying and stimulates the production of endorphins as well as op- oxytocin. Oxytocin. Really? Yeah, yeah oxytocin. Okay. <laughs> I sometimes you just got to cry it out yeah just Mm -hmm. cry it out Mm -hmm. yep
0: Mm -hmm.
1: the weight of an average cumulus cloud is 1.1 million pounds
0: isn't that crazy
1: yeah because you look at a cloud and you're just like it's
0: a fluff thing in the air
1: yeah (laughs) not so much (laughs) cumulus clouds though are what
0: pulling the rain Right. right yeah so to me But still like, it's all floating up It would in the be air, the
1: heavier absolutely. of the clouds. Right.
0: Okay. It makes sense, but yeah. you just don't think of that as floating.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Something that can float.
1: If a polar bear and a grizzly bear mate, their offspring is called a pizzy bear. <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> Why not? Of course it is.
1: Okay. Calling shotgun when riding in a car comes from the term shotgun messenger, which was used to refer to a guard who sat next to the stagecoach driver. The guards would use a shotgun to keep robbers and criminals away. It made its way into society due to Hollywood's love of Western flicks.
0: Yeah, so someone actually sat shotgun with a shotgun. Yeah. (laughs) I put this last one in just for you.
1: You're the best. Let me just tell you, <laughs> the scientific term for brain freeze is sphenopalatine sphenopalatine ganglion
0: Ganglioneuralgia, I think. Neuralgia. Ganglioneuralgia. Sphenopalatine sphenopalatine ganglioneuralgia. Whew. Yep. Thanks for that. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we're going to play a game for the first time. Uh, Well, we're going to play a specific app for the first time. Uh, We're going to be playing Would You Rather. And uh, the way this app works is it gives you two Would You Rather situations, but it also keeps a record of how people have voted across the app. And so... The way we're going to win is if we vote with more people. So it gives you vote a percentage. the most popular yeah. answer. Vote the most popular answer. And so we're going to try this just plain this week. And then if it goes well, we're going to add an element to it next week. And we'll tell you about that at the end. Okay. Oh uh, so you're going to go first here. And we'll do, I guess, five. Five each. And sure. see who can win. All right. So would you rather. Five
1: would you rather?
0: <laughs> would you rather always be slightly overdressed or always be slightly underdressed?
1: Oh, gosh. I'm going to say slightly under.
0: Slightly underdressed? Yeah. Uh, ooh, nope. No? Only 37% said slightly underdressed. <laughs> I need to keep track here. <laughs> uh-uh. Mo, Matt. All right, so X for that. All right, next up. Would you rather... Uh, would you rather not work but receive an average salary or work but earn twice the average salary?
1: Um, um, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say work.
0: Work and earn twice? Yeah. Yeah. By a lot. 72% said they do that. Work and earn twice the average salary. Which Mm. is encouraging. Yeah. It's almost almost three-fourths. Yeah. The people. Yeah. Said they would work. All right. Would you rather to only be able to use a spoon or only be able to use a fork? Spoon. Spoon? Ooh, just barely. 56% said that they would only use a spoon.
1: How are you going to eat soup (laughs) with a fork?
0: I would assume you just wouldn't eat soup. (laughs) You could drink soup. I guess. All right. Would you rather start your whole life over again or continue your life as it is? Continue. 63%, which is less than I assumed. Really? Yeah. Oh, I gave you an X in the last one. Sorry. You got three circles. Three right so far. (laughs) All right. Last one for you. Would you rather have two kids and have no money or never have kids and have 2 million dollars? Now remember, you're also guessing what they would say, and this might be coming from a lot of people who don't have kids. <laughs> Cuz it changes you when you have them. Like there's a lot of people are like I never want kids, and then you have a kid and you're like, "Okay, I want kids." <laughs> I'm going to
1: say I'm going to say that they would rather have kids and no money.
0: Wrong. <laughs> really? 71%. Man. Said they'd rather have no kids and have $2 million. Which is not even a lot of money these days. No,
1: it's really not.
0: It was a lot when we were kids. Yeah. Like, if you were a millionaire, that was a big thing. Now, eh. All right. That's so insane. your five. You got three out of five. Y'all and...
1: some greedy people.
0: <laughs> now I get to enjoy an ad and then move on to the next one. All right. All right. My 5. Here we go.
1: Would you rather have all traffic lights you approach be green or never have to stand in line again?
0: Oh gosh. Never have to stand in line again. I got a radio in the car.
1: 73% said right. never have to stand in line again.
0: Yeah. Lines are boring.
1: That's kind of... Because
0: you can't even, like, fully immerse yourself in, like, your phone, either, because you have to be paying attention to the line, whatever. But you're in your car, you got your radio on, you're having a good old time. Who cares if you're sitting there at the red light for a little while? Sure. You know what I
1: mean? Okay. Would you rather live inside ground forever or live in space forever?
0: So live underground or it up in space? It says inside ground. <laughs> I'm assuming, so... yeah, <laughs> Or live in space forever? I I would have to say underground because space you're cut off underground you can still like come up or I mean get stuff delivered to you or whatever from Earth when you're in space what you get like a could get a, a rescue mission every two months or whatever with supplies yeah underground okay or in ground no fifty five seriously.
1: Said live in space.
0: Haven't y'all seen movies where things go wrong in space? (laughs) You ever seen a movie where things go wrong underground? No. That's where people go to save themselves (laughs) from things going wrong in space. (laughs)
1: 56% of men said that they would live in space. Um, Would you rather have a rewind button on your life or have a pause button on your life?
0: Rewind button. Yeah? Yeah correct,
1: yeah. 59%. But then people don't want to start their life over right. either.
0: It's just, but, it's not, but it's not. That's what I was just about to say. It's not starting your life over. It's just if you make a mistake, let's fix that real quick. Reep. <laughs> start over. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Would you rather, oh, I already know the answer for you personally. Would you rather work in a team or work alone?
0: Work alone. <laughs> Please, Lord.
1: No. 63% said work in team.
0: That's because those are the people that work in teams and do nothing.
1: And mooch off of everybody else. mooch off
0: the one smart kid. Right? Right? (laughs) It's
1: the 37% that's the smart kid that had to do all the work.
0: That always happened to me. Up through college, that happened to me. Yeah. We had, I remember the last group thing I had in college. There were four of us. We were supposed to get together, get this thing all set. We had the time set. Everyone's supposed to be there. Nobody came. Me. And so I built the entire presentation and they all got good grades. But I did all the work. I was so mad. I hate group work.
1: (laughs) All right. This is your last one, right? Dang it. Yeah. Would you rather not be able to feel emotions or not be able to express emotions?
0: Oh, gosh.
1: That's a really hard choice.
0: So, like a philosophical question at that point, because not being able to feel emotions that means you wouldn't feel sad but or also happiness. Means you feel happy, yeah. So or love, on, yeah. You feel love or loved,
1: but not being able to express them also means you're running around like a crazy person when you're angry.
0: That means nobody else gets to feel your emotions. Yeah. So it's like, oh man. Okay. <sighs> I feel like it would be more selfish to say not be able to express them. You'd be able to feel them, but you wouldn't be able to express them. And so you're making yourself a little bit more happy and other people a little less happy as opposed to the other way around. Okay. But I also feel like that's what people would say. So (laughs) you're going to say not be able to express? I'm going to say that they voted that. I think I would probably do the other one, not be able to feel.
1: Okay, but I'm clicking not be able to. Click not be
0: able to express.
1: Correct. It was... Fifty-five percent. Wow. Yep.
0: All right. Wow. uh, We tied, so let's uh, do a couple more. Sure. We'll do three more here. Would you rather be smart and always ignored or be dumb and always listened to?
1: Listen, I am smart and ignored every (laughs) single day. Um. Yeah, smart and ignored. I don't
0: know. Oh, okay. We'll pick one.
1: Smart and ignored. Smart and ignored? Yeah. Okay, (laughs)
0: it's that one. Yeah. 65% said smart and ignored. (sighs) Wow. Mm -hmm. Uh, 64% of women, yeah. So 65, so that's a a go. You got that one. Okay, next. (laughs) Go back to age seven with every, there's an ad that just popped up in the middle of this. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, put your ads in a better place. Go back to age seven with everything you know now or know now everything your future self will learn.
1: Know now what my future self will learn.
0: Ooh, 56%. Just barely. Over that 50 line. All right. Last one. Would you rather have everything taste too spicy or everything taste too sweet? Those both sound terrible.
1: <laughs> I know. I know, because then I'm thinking, like, cake that's too spicy, or...
0: But then cake that's too sweet is sickening, and, you you know, that would be sickly sweet. Make you feel gross all the time.
1: Mm. <laughs> I'm going to say sweet.
0: Make everything taste too sweet. Yeah. Yeah, 61%. All right, you got all three of those. Three so for three. That doesn't bode well for me. Yes. Ugh.
1: All right. Would you rather be rich and famous or rich and unknown?
0: Rich and unknown?
1: 51%. Oh,
0: gosh. I barely skated by yep. on that one.
1: <laughs> Woo. Yep.
0: Because how many people ain't always hitting you up for money, man?
1: <laughs> so I find it funny that 47% of men said rich and famous, but 51% of women said rich and famous. <laughs> 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 they want to be known. <laughs> um, okay. Would you rather that everything and everyone you touch with uncovered body parts turns to gold <laughs> or live below average financially?
0: <laughs> Literally that last one. Live <laughs> The other way, you're a monster. Right? <laughs> you're you're ruining
1: hear. everyone's life. <laughs>
0: You'll never have and no love. physical
1: touch You'll at never all. never love. Okay. Um 51%. Seriously? It's yes. that low? Yeah. Good
0: 50% night.
1: of men want the gold.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. Wow. Would you rather have magical powers or have technological powers?
0: Oh gosh. What's a technological power? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I guess it would be power to control technology, sure, or magical powers. I'd say magical powers.
1: Seventy-four percent.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, that's a tie again. So we're just gonna leave it at a tie.
1: We <laughs> are some smart people, I guess. I don't All know. right.
0: So next week we're gonna we're gonna amp this up. We have bought a bag of Pocky haunted ghost pepper chips. They, on the, they have a little scale on the back of heat, and it's broken the lever on the heat scale. Great. <laughs> right. So next week we'll play, and when we get one wrong, we will eat a chip. And then you will hear us dying and, and drooling on the air. Sound good?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good.
0: We might, we might uh, Facebook Live that, too. I don't know. Seems like something that people would need to see sure. as well. You know yeah give him that opportunity
1: i mean yeah
0: <laughs> maybe just for our scoopers maybe just for our patreon donors huh Ooh. might want to might want to go throw a dollar in over on, on patreon.com we'll all it to. takes. <laughs> all right a little bit of background news before we close out this hour if you happen to sit next to sheldon yellen on your next flight chances are he'll be writing birthday cards lots and lots of them Yellen is the CEO of Belfour Holdings Incorporated, a disaster relief and property restoration company, and since 1985, as long as we've been alive, Mo. Long before Yellen was chief executive, he has written a birthday card to every employee of the company every single year. Today as CEO, he says he handwrites 9,200 cards annually, one for every employee. There's an inside joke with acquis- Acquisitions that I asked prior to closing, how many more people? He told Business Insider's Chris Weller in 2017, <laughs> meaning how many more birthday cards do I have to write?
1: <laughs> well, you
0: know, that's hilarious. You get to you got you 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 back yourself into a corner. Yeah, you can't do nothing at that point. Exactly, you're stuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when we come back, has church greeting time run its course? But for now it's Hip Hop Hump Day, so we got some we got a music block kicking off with three rapper hip hop songs from yesterday and today. Yeah. Stick around. Backrow Radio is a commercial-free ministry that is partially funded by our Patreon donors. If you like what we do here at Backrow Radio and you'd like to support us financially, please visit Patreon.com/slash/BackrowRadio. The back Row Morning Show here on this Wednesday. It's the third hour. We're going to kick it off with a bit of Back Row news. Affordable transportation can be a huge obstacle for low-income workers pursuing new employment, which is why Lyft is now offering free and discounted rides to passengers who are starting at new jobs. The company's newly launched Jobs Access Program will help to facilitate free transportation for unemployed people who are attending job interviews, job training, or their first three weeks of work prior to receiving their first paycheck
1: Hmm.
0: isn't that cool that's a really cool thing Um, I mean that reminds me of Goodwill like the Goodwill stores that you go to Mm -hmm. what that goes to fund is actually job training so there's a big Goodwill center in Albuquerque where people go and they get trained for jobs and they have like a clothes bank and, and all kinds of stuff in there and it helps them like find that people that help you find positions to apply for and all kinds of stuff it's all it's typically people who've been in jail or had rough goes of it and they're helping everybody get back on their feet and get rehabilitated and get into society and get a job it's really neat and so this is cool too mm-hmm. lift given free transportation which can be a big hindrance oh, especially yeah. in bigger towns yep all right, so today uh, we're taking a semi-serious look at uh, church greeting time. Uh oh. <laughs> we we make jokes about it all the time, as you know. The reason I work in the sound booth is so I don't have to shake people's hands.
1: It's oh. not a joke;
0: it's the facts. <laughs> but my life is a joke, so. Uh... You said it, my friend. <laughs> I'm a living joke. <laughs> uh, we. <laughs> But there, there's actually a large movement of people that's been going on for pretty much the last decade or more who say the greeting time has seen its place in the sun. So the greeting time typically in, in most, at least uh, evangelical churches, is you start the service, you kind of have your announcement time, you maybe have a song, and then you stop the service to greet the people around you for a little bit, mm-hmm. which is essentially what you do before church starts. hmm and what you're going to do when church is over. But for some reason, we need to stop for five minutes and do it in the middle of church. Which kind of came from, I think I think it started with the Catholic Church. Because they did that. You know, when I grew up Catholic, I grew up Catholic. But you didn't like stop and go talk to people. You, you would, just th- You turned around and said, peace be with you and also with you. Peace be with you and also with you. Said it usually just to the two people around you, maybe four people if you go Mm -hmm. all the way in the circle. Yeah. And that was it. And you started. It took two minutes and you were back. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this is, let's go have a conversation. Let's, you know, and you usually don't even have enough time to do a full conversation, but you start one anyway, Mm -hmm. every time. And so that drags on when worship's starting to get back in town, you're still finishing your conversation and not standing where you're supposed to be standing, and it's awkward. Yeah. But there are some other reasons uh, why People think that it's time to get rid of the stand and greet time or the handshaking time or the greeting time, whatever you want to call it. So here are the reasons. Number one, many guests are introverts saying something like, I would rather have a root canal than be subjected to stand and greet time. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, this, this comes from, this is an article that comes from Tom Um, so yes, that's me to a T. Uh, if, if I'm going to have a conversation with somebody kind of want it to be on my own terms yeah, and kind of want to be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. I don't want spontaneous who's going to say hi to me here. Where's this conversation going to come from now yeah. situations. So that is why I like the sound booth or being busy with something else. Mm-hmm. Like I'm currently I'm in the worship team. So essentially I just immediately start work walking towards the stage when handshaking time starts because <laughs> I have a purpose. And nobody's gonna get in my way. Um, you know,
1: we have friends though who purposely are late every single Sunday just
0: to skip it. Because and you,
1: you know, and then people pick on them and make fun of them. Oh, they're always late. Oh. Well, yeah, they're late because they feel incredibly uncomfortable uh-huh. during handshaking time. Chris was the same way. We would come in late every Sunday. Part of that was because Chris did not want to have to shake anybody's hand. Yeah. He hated it.
0: It's um, like uh, people argue against it saying that, well, we're a church. We're supposed to be a community. We're supposed to be loving each other. That's absolutely fine. This is not what that is. Yeah. This is spontaneous, awkward conversations, Mm -hmm. which you're not expecting. Yeah. Now, some people go make a beeline to the people they already know and Mm -hmm. love already, and that's Mm -hmm. fine, I guess. But there are a lot of people that don't want to be accosted. Yeah. And the more you separate yourself from the people, the more people are thinking, oh, that person needs to be talked to. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go over there and say hi to them. Yeah. They must be lonely. No, we're not lonely. Leave us alone. <laughs> we want to be left alone. <laughs> we like being lonely.
1: We might be lonely, but it's by choice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Number two, some guests perceive that the members are not sincere during the time of greeting. And most... Uh, most of the churches, it should be called a stand and fake it time. Yeah. The members weren't friendly at all except for 90 seconds. So, wow. yeah, leaning back on that as the only time that they have to reach out to like visitors and people that they don't see. Yeah. Instead of before and after service. That's one of the big things I like about Highland, in which we've recently, in the last couple of years, tried to make it more of a focus again, is that when we have visitors, don't just. Uh, say hi to them, but like invite them to come go to lunch Mm -hmm. or at least to chat a little bit before you leave. I think you were part of that too, right? Mm -hmm. Didn't you say that you were part of that greeting team?
1: Oh, well, that was, yeah, that was at a different. Right, right, right. right, right. But
0: I mean, that's, that's the, the idea behind it is that you, you make it a point to say that you're, you're noticed and it's appreciated that you're here.
1: Yeah. That was at a church even smaller than Highland. Yeah. And so the pastor specifically asked me. I don't know if it was because I'm a personable person, if I have a nice face. I don't know what it was. (laughs) But seek out new people, let them know that you're glad they're here, and then invite them to have lunch with me. And if they say yes, let me know by the end of service that I'm having lunch with somebody. Okay, I can do that.
0: You didn't give (laughs) me time to insult you. (laughs) Oh, whatever. I'm like, ah, it's neither of those. It's got to be something else. Rude. (laughs) Rude. Rude. No, but it's a noble profession because I couldn't do it. Uh, (laughs) I loved it until I
1: stuck my foot in my mouth that one time.
0: (laughs) Well, tell that story since we're here.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, it was while we were in Italy. And so we would go home to visit family once a year, you know, and that time period, we would be gone for 30 days. That was the length of time that you could be Mm. out of Italy, out of Europe and not have to come back and go through the whole process of. Right. Being a temporary citizen all over again, doing all that paperwork. Anyway, so we were gone for 30 days and we came back and there was a family that I just assumed it was their first Sunday there. It was a foolish assumption on my part considering it was my first Sunday back in 30 (laughs) days, But I approached them just like I would have any other family and shook their hand and told them I was so glad that they were there and, you know, introduced myself and met their kids and everything. And then I said, you know, our pastor would really love it if you would have lunch with him. Are you guys available this (laughs) afternoon? And they looked at me and said, we've had lunch with him twice and we've been here for almost a month now. And I was like, I'm so sorry. We've been gone for 30 days. We've been on leave. You know, I had to go into this whole explanation. They probably thought I was the newcomer because they had been there a month at this point. Never seen you. (laughs) Yeah, I felt so bad. So then I went up to the pastor afterwards and explained myself. And he was like, you know, I probably should have let you know that they weren't a new family.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's the job that you would have to be there every Sunday or risk something like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, number 3. Many guests don't like the lack of hygiene that takes place during this time. We're talking we're not talking about people with smelly armpits or smelly breath. We're Just talking about
1: exchanging of yeah, germs through hands.
0: Handshaking. Yeah. Which especially in a church because people come to church whether they're sick or not. A lot of people make it a point to be at church when they're sick and they don't make it a point any other time because that's where they're going to go to find healing apparently. <laughs> And that just uh just that, by that sitting spreads. in the pew. That's yeah. <laughs> just for even being in the building that spreads. Yeah. But I remember we had to we had to install hand sanitizer stations because we had that just that stomach bug, which was that same one I talked about with the nachos uh the other day. Uh or whatever. It's uh it spread so quickly. Yeah. It spreads so quickly. And then a couple of years before was that year that I got y'all sick on Christmas. Because I got it the week before. You were the worst friend thread. ever. Uh, and I had to come to church because I'm the only one that knows how to do most of my stuff. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> yep. Unless, and I,
0: unless I'm physically dying, but I try to keep to myself.
1: I, am, I have never render. been like a germ phobic person mm-hmm. ever. But at the church that we go to now, mm-hmm. it's... At the end of service, we hold hands across the aisle to pray. Ugh. And that's the only time when I'm like, because, you know, you pick your seat before church, but then you have those latecomers that come in and they end up sitting next to you and you're like, oh, crap, I got to hold hands with you.
0: <laughs> Chris, treat me spot. Let me hold hands with the kids.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, so.
0: man. Uh, number four, many times members only greet other members. Yeah. Now this is a problem. Um, it's it's clear that that does tend to be the case because people are afraid of new people. Um, and that, in turn, makes the new people feel like they don't belong there. Mm-hmm. Or they're not welcome there. Yeah. And I don't think anybody's really doing it on purpose. I think it's just all the social awkwardness of the situation. Yeah. you don't You don't normally walk up to strangers anywhere else in your life and start a conversation. So it's... It's almost like we put the burden on the newcomer to come up and start a conversation with us. True. Sometimes. Uh, number five both members and guests at some churches perceive the entire exercise as awkward. Nowhere except churches do we have times that are so awkward and artificial. If members are going to be friendly, they would be friendly at other times as well, but they're not. I mean, yeah.
1: I'm friendly all the time. <laughs>
0: You're just a big ball of sunshine all the time.
1: Well, and maybe I'm not a big ball of sunshine, <laughs> but if I'm having a bad day, I'm going to talk to you about my bad day. If I'm having a good day, I'm going to talk to you about my good day. I'm personable.
0: But you're going to talk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, I, that's just how it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. and But I just, again, yeah, it's the whole awkwardness of the, of the encounter, period. And the, the key word, I think, in that is the artificial thing. Mm-hmm. Is that, yeah, it's manufactured. It's, it's supposed to be a time where you go and walk around, but that makes it fake mm-hmm. in a lot of cases. <sighs> Let's see. Number six. In some churches, other people in the congregation are told to say something silly to one another. So this seems very niche. I've never heard of this before. So the example here is, so the pastor told us all to tell someone near us that they are good looking. I couldn't find anyone who fit that description, so I left and didn't go back. (laughs) Uh, It is weird when you're told... Turn
1: to your neighbor and tell them...
0: You are loved. Yeah. something like that. You are loved. This is awkwardly romantic. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, and I'm looking at my kids who I've just screamed at 10 minutes prior because we're late to church.
0: Get in
1: the car! <laughs> you are loved.
0: Okay, can I have my 3DS back? <laughs> no! I told you not to bring it! Right? <laughs> the Pokemon will be here tomorrow, okay? Just wait. All right. Uh, lastly, number seven on this list from TomRainer.com. Uh, not only do some guests dread the stand and greet time, so do some members. Visit visited the church and went through the ritual of standing and greeting, but many of the members looked just as uncomfortable as I was. We were all doing a required activity that none of us liked. And so I think that ultimately is where we stand. It's like a lot of people, whether they're newcomers or whether they've been there for forever, still hate this weird, manufactured, awkward time that we're forced to greet other people. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, but you
1: got Sister Deborah who makes a big case about why we still have to do it. And even though she's the only one who really thinks it, she makes the, she's, what is it? The loudest dog gets the bone.
0: Squeakiest wheel gets the grease. You know? Um, There's another post, and I don't remember what it was, in our Facebook group. But uh, I think it was Stephanie Crook. Mm -hmm. Crook? Crook? Crook. 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 Said uh, responded to someone, you know, like that, a uh, the fact that we've always done it this way, the tradition or whatever, is not an excuse to keep doing it now. And someone replied, "Well, you know, there's something they said about tradition or whatever." I said, "Yeah, but they're not talking about the awkward greeting time in between uh, <laughs> uh, announcements and worship or whatever." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing traditional. There's nothing." in the early church that says that, yeah, we have to have this weird, awkward 90 second greeting mm-hmm. time. Uh, yeah. I so
1: there was a period of time when we were here at Highland, there was a period of time where I would walk in and I would sit down and I would wait for that handshaking time to go talk to my friends. And I didn't talk to them before. And it was actually Jesse Smith that brought it up to me. And she was like, why are you only talking to me during handshaking
0: time? So, someone noticed.
1: And so, to me, it was, well, that's the designated time to talk to you.
0: That's when we're allowed to talk. You know? Don't you know the rules? But
1: then I realized that even though my intentions were not fake and artificial by any means, that's how it was coming across to other people. And so, I feel like it just needs to be mixed all together. I agree. You talk at the beginning, you talk at the end. It's not something that is mandated. It's not a ritual. It's not a tradition. Just do away with it, people. Right.
0: I completely agree. Let's let's lose it. Yep. Like, I'm bringing that up one of these days. One of these days in our staff meeting, I'm like, can we just stop? Can we just stop with the handshaking time? Do, the
1: it, do it. Do <laughs> it.
0: And the only reason I think we won't is because it does serve as a tradition, uh, as a transition, rather, mm-hmm. for the worship team to get up there and get ready. While everybody's doing that, we get up there, John gets his guitar on, everybody gets in place, and and uh, get our mics turned on and all that. And that's a long process, and it would be awkward if we were having to do that behind someone talking, or uh, everyone have to just sit there and stare at us as we get ready. Because mm-hmm. it is at least a 30-second process. Yeah. And that's a long time when everybody's staring at you. So... I mean, it serves a practical purpose beyond what it actually is for, which is not a good excuse to keep it, but I think it's enough of a reason that we will keep it. See, <laughs> you know and for,
1: for us, the way that our service works, we start with worship. The worship pastor welcomes everybody, asks them to stand, and we start singing. And then we stop we do a handshaking time and then we continue worship. And for me, that feels like a break in the flow of worship. Yeah. You know, and like and announcements are done at the very end of service before we leave, and so it's just there's no need for it within our church. We don't need to do it. We just continue worship, and that's it. That.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird to have that break. But then again, we do that at CR, too. Uh, we break after the first song and then do the announcements. That's uh, true. And that's more for practical reasons, because most people aren't in there for the announcements at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, they're still finishing eating or whatever and still coming in, and we need a lot of people to hear these announcements. Yeah. So we're like, let's give it a five-minute buffer. You do the first song, and then yeah. we'll do it. But, but, yeah, I often wrestle with that idea for that s- exact reason of – it does kinda cut off the worship vibe. It does. <laughs> it does. Then you only have two more songs after mm-hmm. that to get back into it and yeah. Something I still deal with. Yeah. Uh so yeah, my awkward story. We we went on we went on our group to wee to, wee? to we 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 we, <laughs> we went on our group to ask for more stories like this, but apparently not a lot of people wanted to share this time around. Um we had Hannah French here said one Sunday, three different people approached me to shake my hand and compliment my singing. I had not sung a special that Sunday or any Sunday. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, Gary Smith says I was at church about 11 days after I had open heart surgery and a friend gave me a big old hug uh, and handshake. uh, And he didn't know that I had the surgery. So I jumped back really quickly and ran from him. And then he had to explain. Um, But then my story was, you know, I'm, uh, clearly I'm not the best uh, at this uh, at a handshaking time, especially not introducing myself to visitors. But every now and then I do try to get out of my comfort zone because I'm encouraged to. And uh, one time a guy pulled me aside into a full body hug and went on about how uh, he didn't know he didn't know that I still lived here, and that he hadn't seen me since high school, and and how great it was to see me again. And I had absolutely no idea who this guy was at all and I'm racking my brain and freaking out literally because I'm like I'm gonna insult this guy so much if I can't remember who he is um and so after a couple solid minutes of this conversation I had to do the whole I'm so sorry can you please remind me how we know each other (laughs) kind of thing which made of course me me feel like a giant jerk and makes him feel insulted uh, he tells me that we had some obscure class together senior year, which is a class I never attended. Turns out he was five years younger than me and uh, had mistaken me for someone else with reckless abandon. Mm-hmm. Just dived right in, not uh, thinking that I couldn't have been this person. Uh, but still, even though it was, you know, we clearly figured out that oh, I'm not the guy. I walked away feeling like the jerk. Yeah. Because that's how introverts feel <laughs> all the time. Yep. <laughs> then I'm a codependent weirdo, as I put it on Facebook. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're in agreement. Just just cut it out. We're making an official proclamation. No more, no more handshaking time. No more greeting time.
1: I have a lady at our current church who calls me by a different name every time I see her.
0: The same different name or like a different different name? A different
1: different name <laughs> every time I see her. Every time. And it's weird because like once she's called me Samantha, which okay... Samantha and I sure, favor. Yeah. She's called me Anna, which there's another girl in our church who looks, her and I look way more alike than even Samantha and I look alike. Really? Well, it's really weird. Um, but then she calls me like Heather, and the only Heather that we have in our church is a brunette, and we don't favor at all. She's called me Eileen, and I don't even know an Eileen in our church. Like, it's it's kind of weird. Yeah. And it's one of those situations where I'm just like, hey, how are you? And give her a hug and walk off. And (laughs) I told Chris finally the other day, I said she calls me by a different name every time I see her. (laughs) Every time.
0: (laughs) That's funny stuff. Yep. All right. Stick around. We'll be back soon to close out the show. The Back Row Rap Block. Two hours of the best Christian rap and hip-hop from yesterday and today. Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Only on Back row Radio. back to our morning show here on this Wednesday morning. We're going to close out your show with your Bible verse and thought for the day. Bible verse for the day is Ephesians 1, 9 and 10. He made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ to be put into effect when the times reached their fulfillment to bring unity to all things in heaven and earth under Christ.
1: And our thought for the day comes from Chip Ingram. We never drift into being a better version of ourselves.
0: Yep, thank you for joining us. We're here every Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, with an encore at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, our podcast usually available in the afternoons. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other places.
1: Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Backrow Radio and join our laughter inducing Facebook community, Backrow Baptist Church, by going to brbchurch.com.
0: If you love what we do here on the Backrow Morning Show and Backrow Radio as a whole, please consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash back radio. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com Slash Backrow Radio Android users. We've got the new app. There's trip on the icon look for that if you've already downloaded it we've got an update so make sure that you've updated it in the past week uh it's it's even better than it was iphone users hopefully by now it's in your store if not it's coming i promise soon very very soon like imminently soon any minute now it will be there
1: (laughs) we are gonna see the do you remember that song i do remember
0: that yeah (laughs) Uh, but for now, you can still use the old app. and uh, Or go to backeradio.com and just stream from there. That's it for the show. Mo, what's the final word?
1: Keep your hands in your pockets, people.
0: <laughs> if you need us, we'll be in the back.
1: Bye!